This show contains violent content and adult themes and may be inappropriate for some listeners. It also includes themes around communicable diseases and viruses, which may be difficult for some people to listen to right now. This is Cora Ducarmont, chem cook of the Carolina Throng. We are currently camped at Tannersville, New Jersey, two days march from Newark. I'm recording at the command of Throng Alpha Gina Headtrip. Glory to the king in Atlanta and glory to his unbroken horde. What would you like me to document, Alpha? Not my deeds this time, Cook. Yours. The pack is a man short since we lost Don Brokejaw in Newark. I want us at full strength when we catch up with our prey. So, you're going to midwife a rebirth. Yes, Alpha. Yes, Alpha. You squeaking little mouse. I have watched you brood and moon from the moment we left Newark. This is an honor. You are empowering the great horde that will sweep across Remainder and reforge a nation. And you stand there with your stupid, sad eyes and think because you say the right words I won't see through you? I see through you, Cook. I've seen a thousand like you since my rebirth. You obey because you're scared, and if you had the chance, you'd bolt like a frightened rodent right back to your pointless little life. There is no going back, Cook. You serve a greater purpose now, a righteous purpose. The village where we found you, Fayetteville. You grew up there? Yes. You had a roof over your head? You slept in a bed, cooked food on an iron stove? Yes. I was raised in a broken clan. You know what that means? They were Nomads. They were homeless vagrants. Unwanted, unwelcome, shunned. My mother died within sight of Charlotte. She starved to death when I was five years old. While wealthy merchants traded baubles for paper. I'm sorry. I don't care about your pity. She deserved it. We were feeble and scared like you are now. We stole garbage in the night, looking for moldy bread or spoiled meat. We lacked the fortitude to take even from the fat, rich city men, and we died for it. Our king changed that. He united all of the broken clans, showed us that together we could be unstoppable. He shared with us, with us, who were nothing, the secret of rebirth. He reforged the best of us, body and soul, made us unbroken, made us a horde. I was eight years old when our king took Atlanta. I was too small to fight, but I watched from the hills. I watched as our glorious sovereign and his reborn led the broken clans towards the city walls. The city men had mercenaries to guard them. They sprayed gunfire into our horde. We died by the dozens, by the hundreds, but we never broke. Never again. We tore the guards from the walls. We poured into that city and we killed everyone inside. We earned Atlanta. Royal Atlanta. And from that day forward, no child of a broken clan wanted for food. And now we're going to do it again. And again and again. Until all of Remainder... All of what was denied to us is ours. Until our kingdom is eternal. That is our purpose. That is your 
purpose. I understand, Alpha. No. <laughs> Not yet. But you will. Redgrass, bring the once born here. You are a worthless man. Weak, terrified, disposable. But our glorious king has seen the light of magnificence in you, a light he saw in all of us. He has chosen you to be reborn. I am truly excited to meet the man you will become. <gasps> George! Cora? Is that you? Redgrass, prepare this slave for rebirth. This is Dr. Daniel McNaughton, recording from the field for notes on the containment of the anthrax strain NX1. This is day three of the recovery effort. We're about half a day's hike east of the Hudson River, traveling down Route 202. This was a vehicle highway once. Now the asphalt is cracked and choked with weeds. There are junk trees and scrub brush on either side. You need a machete to get even a few steps off the old road. I've never seen such isolation. We haven't seen a single traveler since we walked off I-84 in Massachusetts yesterday morning. We passed a few crumbling farmhouses, probably haven't been occupied in decades. The last one had a beech tree growing right through the remains of the old roof, as if the house had been built around it. You could consider it morbid, I suppose, all these decaying structures slowly crumbling into earth. But there's a sort of serene beauty to the way that nature is reclaiming the land. It reminds me of what Thoreau once said. Doc. It's not what you look at that matters, but what you see. Doc. What, Lofton? Doc, with all due respect, you need to shut up. This is not a nature hike. We're not strolling through the new Boston Common. You think because you can't see any people that we're alone? There are vultures in these woods that would slit our throats while we sleep for the clothes on our backs. Jesus and Buddha, it's bad enough we have to carry your gear. I have bad knees. Please do not make us listen while you mumble into that wrist gadget about trees poking through garbage. Look, I'm trying to school you. It's not safe. You're giving away our position and you're putting yourself and us at risk, okay? I'm not doing this for my own amusement, Lofton. I'm recording for posterity. We are trying to recover and contain one of the most dangerous biological weapons ever created by man. Pathologists will be studying what we do for generations. We need to keep a record so that others can learn something from us. Damn, I knew you were part of that peace and love church, but this clinches it. You really must be out of your mind. Recording for posterity. Doc, here's what's going to happen. When we find that canister... If we find that canister, and somehow manage to dodge the army of horde dope freaks who just killed Newark, and make it back to Massachusetts alive, the OTI is going to bury that thing, and this mission so deep it's going to pop up in China. Ain't nobody going to study anything about this. So you're prejudiced, is that it? You don't like the Order of Hippocrates? A man can believe whatever he wants to believe as long as he don't put me and mine at risk, Doc. But tell me this. You ever seen the Reborn? You know I haven't. But I've heard descriptions. The 
The refugees from Newark, they, uh... They told me some terrible things. Yeah, I'm betting they did. Let me tell you one more. The LT and I pulled Border Patrol down south a year or so back. There was this little village we'd roll through for resupply every couple of days. Well, one day we come across these boot tracks. Big ones. Two pair, leading back to the village. We followed the tracks back to that little hamlet and it was... gone. Every cottage burned right to cinder. Found the bodies in the village square. There were two kill sites. First was a nice, orderly line. Bunch of people, all in a row, shot in the head. Bam. 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 One after the other, waiting their turn. The second? Those must have been the folks who fought back. They'd been pulled apart, Doc. Arms, legs, heads yanked off one at a time and tossed in a big pile. By hand. Can you imagine the strength that it would take to do that? See, the way we figured, the reborn offered that village the oldest choice. The easy way, or the hard way. The folks who lined up saw what happened to the folks who tried to fight back and figured waiting to be executed by some doped-up freak beat getting pulled apart. One way or the other, for whatever reason or no reason, two reborn wandered into that village and wiped it off the map. We found the dope freak's tracks again, leading out of the village. Taste them till we couldn't follow no more. No authorization to enter the kingdom, see? And those big old boots tracked straight into Southern Remainder. So here's my question. When we're staring down the barrel of some reborn street sweeper, and believe me, before this is over, we will be. What good are you if you don't have the guts to pick up a gun and shoot that son of a bitch first? You're right, Lofton. I have never had a gun pointed at me, and I hope I never do. But if it comes to that, I can only hope that I have the courage to die rather than stain my soul with the murder of another human being. I'm a healer, and healing is what the Order of Hippocrates stands for. I won't ever apologize for that. But if you think I won't pull my weight when the time comes, then you're the one who's crazy. That canister that we're chasing has the potential to wipe a city-state like New Boston off the map. Period. And that's just the start. If we don't bring that canister in safely, or God forbid, if it's already been opened, then we'll need to figure out a cure for what's inside pretty damn quick. Do you know how to test for which monoclonal antibody to direct to NX1's protective antigen? No, I, I don't. And did you write the protocol for establishing herd immunity outside a quarantine zone of a bio-augmented pathogen via tetracycline antibiotics? No. Well, I did. So how about you do your job? I'll do mine, and you can keep your opinions about my moral code to yourself. How does that sound? What is that? Lieutenant Bayless! Lieutenant! What's going on? Sounds to me like a bunch of people with guns massacring a bunch of people with principles. Wanna go record that for posterity? Lock it up, Lawson. Take point, scout ahead. See if you can get eyes on whatever is... Damn it, we've got a rider coming. Everyone into the bushes. Lawson, get the doctor secured at all costs. You hear me? Wait!
Why don't you guys come out of the bushes? Territorial militia, show me your hands. Easy, Chief. We're on the same side. Anna Pomeroy, road warden for the Taconic Stretch. I try to keep the peace between Hopewell Junction and Cold Spring. Though I could be doing a better job at present, I admit. Anyway, y'all are walking my beat. What's going on? The Stewart boys are having a disagreement over Hooch with some fellas from Vale's Gate up the way. I could intervene, but honestly, the road will be quieter if that particular group of valley dogs thin each other out a bit. Look, we're on militia business, and we need to get to Scranton as quickly as possible. Well, I can't say I recommend your current path. New York might call itself United Territories, but anything west of the Hudson is unincorporated, if you get my meaning. It's pretty much every gal for herself from Newburgh to Unionville. And that was before the horde started sniffing around. You stick to the main road, and I don't much like your chances. Oh, hell. You look like someone crapped on your cake. Relax, Chief. I can take you. Made more than one coal run to Pennsylvania in my day. No one knows the back roads better than me, except for maybe Duchess here. Come on, boys. There's a fork in the road in a few feet. Them feuding up ahead won't even know we're here. And be sure to tuck your pants into your socks now. It's lime season. <laughs> Welcome to the Hudson Valley. This is Cora Ducarmont, chem cook of the Carolina Throng. We are somewhere in New Jersey, outside of Newark. I'm recording... I'm recording the rebirth procedure of George Rutledge at the command of Throng Alpha Gina Headtrip. Glory to the king in Atlanta, and glory to his unbroken horde. Holy triad. Cora, what's going on? Last I saw you, you were tending your pharmacy in Fayetteville. Are you... Are you with them now? How could you? I'm a slave, George. Just like you. Just like everybody else from Fayetteville. The rest of our friends are tearing down old buildings and hauling scrap, Cora. They're not helping these animals hurt people. What's going to happen to me? They've dragged me through the woods for three days. Are they going to kill me? Why did they leave us alone in here? Where's your family? Where's Maddie? Still back in Atlanta, I think. Me, Jen, Frank Warshaw, and a few others from Fayetteville were part of a work gang. They keep Maddie and some of the kids in the slave quarters while we work to make sure no one causes any trouble. Then they dragged me here. I can't believe it's you. No one's seen you since the raid. We thought you were dead, Cora. I was one of the first people they grabbed during the raid, I think. They marched us back to Atlanta in small groups, but I didn't see you. I, I was out on a run when they took the city. I tried to find a way to sneak back in, see if I could smuggle out Maddie and Jen, but they grabbed me. Cora, what is this? What will this do to me? Why are you here? It's Phoenix, George. They want me to inject you with Phoenix. They call it rebirth. It's how the reborn become what they are. It's a drug. It's old pre and chemistry. It's dangerous. Really dangerous. 
A lot can go wrong, things I can't control. And if it works, it's gonna change you. It's gonna make you like the men who took Fayetteville. It builds muscle mass like crazy and it, it does something to the brain. Makes it so other people don't matter. You remember who you were, but, but you won't care anymore. <clears throat> and there's more. Once I give you the initial dose, your body will adapt to the drug. You'll need regular treatments. Forever. If you don't get them, you'll die. Is that what they did to you? Mess with your brain so you don't care? No, they brought me here just like you. They told me I had to help them. You know what they're like. And I, I thought maybe if I could get away from Atlanta, I would be safer, even if it meant doing things I never imagined I would do that I never even thought that I'd be... I was just trying to survive this nightmare. And now you're here and... Oh, God. I think I've made a terrible mistake. Cora, listen. Don't let this happen. Don't turn me into one of them. Help me, please, Cora. I could alter the dosage. I think I can make it look like an accident. You're the first rebirth I'm supposed to do. The transformation can abort. Do you understand what I'm saying, George? Yeah, Cora. So this is it, huh? After all those damn coyote attacks, <laughs> the long winter hunts, I didn't think this is how I'd go. It's the only choice I have the power to give. If I refuse, Gina will feed us both to the pack. At least this will be clean. I'll try to make it not hurt. I'd rather die than be one of your mindless- Book! Have you prepared the once born for his transformation? The IV is in place, Alpha. I'm preparing the dosage now. Alpha. Alpha, this man is my friend. You know that. He's a good worker. He can hunt and fish. He saved our village from starvation more than once. Please, Alpha, he, he can be of better service to the kingdom another way. And he's a father. Please don't make me do this. Don't make you? He was chosen because he can hunt, you simpering coward. His skills, his life, his relationship with you is all led to this, don't you see? He is being given a gift. You both are. He is going to be resculpted in our king's own image. He won't feel cold or hunger or fear or hesitation. His senses will sharpen beyond what you can imagine. He will be perfected and you're to wield the hammer and chisel, don't you see? No. Of course you don't. How can a mouse know what it means to become reborn? Ah, now this is interesting. I can hear your pounding heart. See your pupils dilate. Smell your adrenaline. You're trying to summon the courage to defy my command. 
This man was marked for exaltation, and you'd condemn him to a pointless execution. You'd sacrifice your own life trying to hold on to the past and call it compassion. You petulant once born nothing. What else would you sacrifice, I wonder? Cora, what is that? It's... It's Maddie's necklace. Madeline Rutledge, subject number 970201. A guest of our glorious king at the Atlanta Workers' Compound. Eleven years old, yes? How did you- If you refuse to do your duty, Maddie's life is forfeit. If the transformation fails, I will flay that child myself. Your life? We'll see. Cooks are worth a few slaves, but not many. Alpha, I've never done this before. You said yourself that one in three don't survive the procedure even when everything goes right. You're right. I imagine you'll do everything possible to ensure success. I'm going to leave now. I've wasted enough time trying to show you the path. Live in the past. Live in fear. Deny your purpose. I don't care. But do your duty, slave. Make our pack whole. Cora. They'll... They'll kill Maddie. Maybe there's some way to reverse it. Maybe there's something we can do. Maybe you can find an antidote. There's no uh, antidote, George. There's no coming back from this. You won't care about this, George, in another two days. If this works, you won't care about her anymore. Oh, God. I can't believe this is happening. My little girl, I I remember when she was first born, Cora. The first time she looked at me, blinking those little eyes. Her first steps, her first word was, Sky. You remember that? Me and Jen practically ran her down the street, and she just kept saying it over and over, Sky, Sky, Sky. I remember, George. Don't let them hurt her, Cora. Don't let them... Touch her. You'll protect her, right? If you're with them, you have to be able to protect her. I won't let them hurt her. I promise. You say I won't care when this is over? I... I don't think so. I don't know, George. I don't, I don't know. I barely understand these chemicals. I'm a pharmacist. I, I grind herbs and a pestle. This formula is century-old gene therapy. It might as well be black magic. Ugh. I just know what I've seen. I don't have all the answers. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about all of this. Well, then let me care for my little girl now. The only way I can. Do it. Do it, goddammit! And if you're right, if I really change as much as you think, then the first good chance you get after this is over, shoot me in the head. This is Dr. Daniel McNutton recording for posterity. It's been about three days since my last recording. I've got to start thinking about how to recharge this device if it goes dead. Uh, after traveling through the backwoods, we've arrived at Scranton. I'm going to passively record. We can't afford to miss any information about the state of the NX-1 canister. Anna, 
thank you for getting us here safely. My pleasure. Look, I'm going to have to insist you accompany us a little longer. I can't talk about our mission, but it is vital that no one so much as learns where we are. Y'all are hunting anthrax. What? Anthrax. NX-1 to be specific. Dog here apparently never had a big sister. Writes in his diary by the campfire without paying any mind to who might be reading over his shoulder. Doc, Jesus. You keep a diary too? What, you got a drone up above us to get the video as well? I expected a bit more privacy in our own camp. Look, I'm sorry, but any researcher will tell you that it's extremely important to keep contemporaneous notes in a variety of formats for future research. We know. Right, enough. Doctor, in the near future, we're going to have a long conversation about operational security. Anna, if you know why we're here, you know why we can't leave until this thing is through. I'm sorry, but that's how it is. Oh, hell, LT. You couldn't drag me away. Not every day a gal from the Grange gets to help save the world. I'm all in. Now, who are we supposed to meet in this crumbling, spooky warehouse? Uh, that will be me. Whoa. Why don't you keep your distance there, friend? We're just a group of travelers. We don't have much to offer. Lao Tzu said a good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent on arriving. You're Lieutenant Bayless, then, and you have the good doctor with you? A good traveler? Was that an actual code phrase? (laughs) This is better than those serial thrillers in the newspaper men bring around. You brought a plus one to the party, I see. Anna Pomroy, Taconic Road Warden. Sorry I don't have a fancy spy hello. Just in the right place at the right time to lend these folks a hand. And I am Dr. Daniel McNaughton. Uh, we're here about the NX... I know why you're here, Doctor. We don't all need to keep saying it out loud. You can call me Richter. So you're the OTI's man in Pennsylvania. Another spy master. I'm a haberdasher, Dr. McNaughton. Excuse me? A haberdasher. I make and sell hats. Everyone needs hats. The Alleghenies, the Lancasters, the Hard Towers. No matter which Pennsylvania coal combine you rep, you need a good hat. Keeps the sun out of your eyes when you're hauling anthro, and the dust out of your ears when you're digging up the black. Everybody needs hats, and they all come to me. Easy to talk to, I guess, and I'll talk to anyone, even on occasion. The United Territories. Very poetic, Richter. Look, you reached out to us and we've come a long way. After things went south in Newark, you were supposed to be the containment team's fixer. Did our people make contact? Are they here in Scranton? Yes. And no. You want to elaborate? Because I'm running dangerously short on patience. Then you ought to resupply, Lieutenant. You're not in the United Territories anymore. Penny is not New Boston. And your threats don't draw much water in a place where everybody, their baby and their mom, are all armed to the teeth. This is a battleground, friend. The three Combines have been massacring each other for a generation. A couple of UT soldiers and a doctor don't amount to much on anybody's ledger out here. But, then again... Having everybody die a horrible, agonizing death is not what they call a constructive development either. So, I'm here to help. Yes, your team was here, right here in this building. I know they were here because they left a mark just like they were supposed to. See that white chalk line over there on the wall? It means they were being pursued. 
that it wasn't safe to make contact, which means they went to Plan B. And what was Plan B? Head deeper into Penny. Keep a low profile and uh, hope that whoever was giving chase would catch hell from the Combines. Plan is currently to rendezvous in Harrisburg, then negotiate a ride with the Long Haulers Union back to the United Territories. They were going to bring the Union in on this? What's to stop them from trying to take the NX-1 for themselves? Honestly, not much. But Long Haulers honor their contracts, and the Union is the only muscle and penny that's not aligned with one of the big three combines, so it's really the only play we have. If your team can barter for safe passage... Chances are they'll get it, but all the same. Best we try but and catch the containment up. team must have more than a week's head start by this point. How are we supposed to catch up with them in Harrisburg on foot? <sighs> Who said anything about on foot? You have horses? I never learned to ride. I suppose I could manage. <laughs> Don't worry, Doctor. We'll be traveling in a manner much more befitting a man of your station. The Combines maintain a steam train. It runs from Carbondale all the way to Pittsburgh, making stops here in Scranton and, you guessed it, Harrisburg. It's a coal train. doesn't usually take passengers, let alone uh, outsiders, but, well, I've called in a few favors. We'll be on our way at first light. Now, may I respectfully suggest we leave this place before that sagging roof collapses and buries us all? There's a tavern next to the train depot, and Myrna makes the most delicious, mouth-watering thyme and rosemary chicken. Oh. You all look like you could use a good meal. Shall we? My warkin. Gather round. What's the mouse doing here? She's not warkin. Her presence is an insult. Cora is here because I want her here, Kate Redgrass. She records the story of our pack for our glorious king. And she is responsible for the safe rebirth of our new pack member. She made a decision. She embraced her purpose. Our purpose. Tonight she has earned a place at our side. Is that a problem, Sister Kate? No, Alpha. Now? As I was saying, today we welcome a new brother. Reborn! Come forward. Where am I? What... what is this? You're with your family, brother. You're with your pack! How do you feel? I feel... fantastic. Like I could run for a hundred miles. But there's more, isn't there? <laughs> do you feel anything else? Yes. Yes, and... Urge. A need. I need to prove myself. To show my strength. You will, brother. But first, who am I? I don't care. You're in my way, bitch. Now move before I... You're the Alpha. You lead us. That's right. And who surrounds you? They are my brothers... And sisters, and another, Cora. Who is Cora, brother? My neighbor, my friend. We grew up together. I've known her all my life. Come closer, Mouse. I said come closer! Brother, 
If I told you to rip your neighbor's head from her shoulders, would you do it? I... Yes. I want to. <laughs> and if I told you to rip little Maddie's beating heart from her body? Yes. Yes! <laughs> I want to, Alpha. I want to kill, Alpha. I want to smell blood. Oh, God. George, I'm so sorry. For what? He's perfect. Cleansed of weakness and reborn in righteous fire. Look at him. He must have put on 20 pounds of muscle over the last three days in the sled. Heat and cold don't touch him, and his pheromone sense is fully developed. He knows his place and his pack from the very moment of his rebirth. Well done, Cook. A field birth is no simple task. You'll have meat and beer tonight if you want it. There's just one last thing. Your name, brother. What was it? George Rutledge. And are you George Rutledge still? No. That man was weak and a coward. I am nothing like him. That's right. He burned in the fire of your rebirth. You are his redemption, his final chance to contribute to the unbroken horde. From now on, you are last gasp. <sighs> last gasp. Brothers and sisters, yeah. we welcome last gasp to our pack. His strength. Our, our strength. strength. His kills. Our kills. His glory. Our, our glory. glory. Tonight is an auspicious night. We have a new brother, and we have caught the scent of our prey. As we were waiting for our brother's rebirth, I sent Sister Kate to stand watch over the warehouse where our quarry were supposed to meet their savior. Not three hours ago, a group of militia soldiers arrived and left. Where were they headed, Redgrass? The steam train depot, Alpha. Oscar Howls with Fury watches from a nearby hill now to make sure no one leaves. At your word, We'll storm the depot and rip muscle from bone. Tempting, my warkin sister. But the station is well guarded and our prize is too valuable. We need to be in and out before the Onceborn can mass against us. They want to steal time on the train. I've studied the maps. The tracks do not run in a straight line. We can cut them off. And brothers, sisters... We will kill every living thing on that train! Will you hunt with me? Remainder was created and written by Will Eisenberg and Dave Reaney. Directed by Matthew Reaney. Original music by Marty Eisenberg. Recording, editing, Foley, and AD by Jane Dashow. Production assistance by Nicole Scandifio. Starring Harry Aspinwall, Corey Boten, Emma Brock, Eric Chesky, Ken Dashow, John D. Silvestri, Denitra Faith, Amadeo Fusca, Courtney Gift, Toger Hansen, Joshua Kachnik, Laura King Otazo, Kate Laurie. Malik Rashad, Matthew Rini, Michael Satow, Janelle Sosa, and Adam Souza.
Hey, this is Dave Reaney, one of the creators of Remainder. Putting together this podcast was a labor of love for us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, it would really mean a lot to us if you'd rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcast app is. It really does help other people find us. And don't forget to tell all of your friends to listen too. Thanks a lot.